Hello everybody, this is Celia. I am so sorry you haven't talked to me in a very, very long time. I have been struggling a lot with, you know, motivation and, you know, after having that self-care day, um, we had spring break and I, you know, was doing some college trips because I'm a junior and then I was in California with my family. It was just a lot of stuff going around. And then I had the first week of school and was trying to adjust back to, you know, school work and I had to be virtual because I was quarantining. It was a whole thing. And I'm sorry, I wasn't here. I wasn't recording. But I am now, I'm making up for last week and this is my episode, it's a Tuesday, it's April 6th, but, you know, it's alright. I'm human, I make mistakes. Um, I'm also sorry if you hear any background noise. I am at home, of course, and my dog is at the door and she might want to be coming in, but she might bark because I have the windows open, so I have her outside of my room right now. <laughs> But I am Celia, this is the MHA podcast, and I hope you enjoy what I'm here to talk to you about today. And what I'm here to talk to you about today is academic priorities, but more so just priorities and balance and making sure that you can, you know, know what you want and trying to learn that about yourself because I think that's something that's really important and I think it's kind of difficult to determine you know what classes you want to take when you know we just picked our classes last Friday so I was thinking you know this might be a good thing to talk about because I you know took some APs and then I decided not to take some other APs and you know it's about doing your best it's about deciding what you want to take and what you should be taking and what everyone else wants you to take and what you think you can handle and trying to find a balance between all of those things. So I'm going to start with a story. My sophomore year of high school, so last year, I was recommended for two AP classes. I was recommended for AP Bio, and I was recommended for AP US History, or A Push, which I'm probably gonna say a lot more. Um, I was recommended for them, so I took them, because I was thinking, okay, you know, these are the highest classes that I'm recommended for. Of course I should be taking them, because I should be doing the best I can, right? Like, I should be <clears throat> as top as I can be. And I soon learned that that was going to be a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. And my, like, within the first week of school, I was, like, behind on homework, stressing out, beating myself up over every single grade that I got that was lower than I usually get. Like, my, like, I'm pretty sure I, I finished the quarter with my first C, actually, and boy, did I hate myself. <laughs> um, 
I really, I couldn't handle not doing well. But of course, these two AP class, like they're college level classes. Like I, when I look back at it now, I'm like, wow, I was kind of crazy. Like, how did I not notice that, you know, it is okay to not do great in those classes. But I let it get to me and I ended up dropping AP US history and things started shaping up a little bit better. And, you know, I think, you know, I probably could have done AP US history. I probably could have because apparently like it got a little bit easier afterwards. And I feel like I could have definitely handled it and I could have done it. And I, you know, would have been fine. But I realized, you know what? I have AP US history and I have AP bio. I am more interested in science personally. I am planning, you know, to like major in like some sort of biology because I want to be a doctor. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to drop AP bio. And I clearly like this is becoming too much. I'm stretching myself too far. I'm going to drop AP US history. And I did. And things, you know, turned up, you know, I was able to handle the AP bio work. You know, my C in AP bio went up to a B and then I got B plus and then like A minus. And those are like my quarter grades. And I was happier with it. But then the time came to sign up for my junior year classes and I wasn't recommended for an AP science class. And my teacher said that I was relying too much on my classmates and all of this and that kind of really threw me off like I was very very confused about that and um you can petition for AP classes and I was planning for a while I was like okay for sure I'm gonna petition for these classes but you know in the end I kind of decided you know what I'll just sign up for AP Lang which is what I'm taking now and I'll just see what regular physics is and that's what I'm taking now. And, you know, I also then thought, you know, I'll have some extra time on my hands. So I signed up for bioethics and I'm taking that, you know, as a second semester class. And I focused more on my Mandarin class, which I've ended up becoming way more passionate about. And now I'm thinking of actually double majoring, you know, but I was testing to see like what can I handle and my classmates and my friends and my parents and my teachers they will all like they'll come to me and they'll like you know they'll tell me like what they're doing and you know my parents will try and tell me what they think that I should do more but in the end you make your own decisions and I've you know been thinking more about my priorities and now it's junior year i'm signing up for my classes for senior year and i've decided i'm gonna do a lot of science and math in my classes because i think you know that's something that i've been really enjoying lately so i am taking um ap chem AP Chemistry, um, and then I'm going to do AP Statistics and AP Calculus. And I was recommended for another AP English because that's what I was taking this year. So I was thinking, like, they probably were like, okay, you know, take the next AP English. But I decided to do 
pop lit and speech instead. <clears throat> I decided to try and, you know, put my focus more on stuff that I'm, that I really enjoy. And then I signed up for some art classes because that's something that I, you know, that's a really big hobby of mine. I love to like do art. So I signed up for like ceramics too. And I signed up for, um, I think I signed up for chorus because I like to sing and I'm really, really excited. Like, I think that's, this is going to be like one of the most fun years. Oh, and I'm doing anatomy. I'm sorry. I was trying to like go back to how I'm, I chose to focus on science. And I think because I've had, um, I'm not going to say easy because it like this year wasn't necessarily easy, but I'm saying like, it has been a handleable year. Like, I feel like I haven't had many instances where I'm feeling, like, negative emotions based off of, like, grades I'm getting and, um, like, the stress of classes. I've been able to, like, stock up on energy almost, where I feel like I'll be able to handle this AP science and AP math class because... I know what I can do. Like, I know that I'll be able to, you know, put in the effort and put in the work, and I'm ready to. And I just wanted to, I mean, I feel like I'm only talking about myself. But it's just really important to step back and look at, you know, the classes you're taking or look back on, like, anything like look back on how many um like clubs you're doing or how many sports you're doing just like you look back at everything and if you feel like yeah you know I like everything that I'm doing here and I can handle it then great you should for sure a hundred percent do as much as you can or do everything that you want but if you feel like oh, I don't like to play soccer, but I really like basketball. But your parents want you to do soccer and basketball. Or your friends are all in soccer and they're not in basketball. You need to think about if you want to look back and say, wow, I did so much, but it really overwhelmed me sometimes. Or if you want to look back and say, yeah, you know, I didn't do as many things as someone else, but I really had a good time. And I grew and I enjoyed the process of growing because I've learned that, you know, I just, I want to look back and feel happy about all of these different activities that I did and how, like, I want to look back and be happy that I lived the way that I wanted to live. And I think it's really important instead of focusing on being the best at something, you focus on being your best, like doing what you want and doing it the best that you can do. And I've really, really started living by that lately. And I thought that's something that I should really share. And I think that's such a great like transition into talking about more like emotional things other than just classes. <laughs> but um, it's just... <clears throat> It's really important to, like, just realize that life is just life. You know, it's not, like, 
if you take three AP classes or you take one AP class, I don't think that that's going to determine whether or not you live a good life. Or if you get into Harvard or you get into um, like community college, I don't think that's going to just determine if you've led a good life. You want to be able to enjoy what you're doing while you're doing it. And that's why I think it's so great to find things that you're passionate about and find things that, you know, you know you're going to love doing. And don't waste your time on things that you don't think you love doing. Like, personally, English, I, you know, I'm doing an AP English right now and it's fun, it's great, but I enjoy science much, much more. And I enjoy math even much, much more, which... Sounds kind of weird to a lot of people, I think. But, you know, I just, I enjoy it more. So I'm going to focus on my future and look ahead and say, you know what? Okay, I'm going to do all of these math classes and science classes. And, you know, I signed up for classes over the summer to, you know, spend some time. And I'm doing, like, applied mathematics to just, you know, I just, I don't want to think about, what went wrong in the past. Like, yeah, getting a C, that hurt a lot. But I spent so much time, like, obsessing over it and beating myself up over it because I kind of tend to be a little bit perfectionistic. (laughs) And I spent so much time, like, beating myself up over it. And that really screwed up a lot of time for me. And then that ended up screwing up, you know, the people around me like they people wouldn't want to be around me because of how upset I would get over like any conversation about grades sorry I'm getting a sip but um I just think it's really important to just live your life instead of thinking about every single decision that you make or every single decision that you have made more so. And I have another example with myself. Um, You guys obviously can't see me um, because you're only hearing my voice, but I have shorter hair. (laughs) Like it's, I don't know. I mean, it's not like a bob cut. It's like a little shorter than that. But um, I made a really, really impulsive decision over the summer, actually, to just, like, chop it all off. Because I tend to be impulsive with my hair. I am not afraid to mention it. (laughs) I dyed it a lot, especially during quarantine. And I would do box dye, which I know if anyone here is, like, passionate about hair stuff, they know... Box dye is not the best thing to put in your hair, but I did it. (laughs) And then I decided later on in the summer to just chop it off. I, you know, went to Myers one day and I got a, um, like beard trimmer because it was like the cheapest one, which ended up being a bad decision. I really needed to get like actual clippers, (laughs) but then I tried to do it myself, and then I just had my sister finish it off for me. And I, you know, I like having longer hair, but I 
and I'm planning to grow it out. Like, I'm growing it out right now. It's, I mean, it grows kind of slowly, I've realized, but, um, I'm growing it out. And when I tell my parents, especially when I say to like my dad, I'm like, yeah, you know, I think I'm going to grow it out now. He's like, why do you say you're going to grow it out now? Like, you're just going to cut it and then you're going to regret it after. And the word regret is like a real, you know, thing where I'm like, oh, that's not right. That's not it. Because I've hit a point where it's like, yeah, you know, you can make bad mistakes. And I don't think cutting my hair was a bad mistake at all. I love it. <laughs> but you can make bad mistakes. You can choose to talk to the wrong person. You can date the wrong person. You can people marry the wrong person. You can sign up for the wrong classes. You can drop a class when you didn't need to drop a class. Like, you can do anything. But I feel like obsessing over it, you can regret it too. But I feel like obsessing over it is not the right way to go. Like, and I, when I regret something, I just automatically obsess over it. Some people, you might be able to distinct like, hey, I made this decision, it was bad, I regret it, but I'm not gonna keep moving. Or I'm not, not that. I'm not gonna obsess over it and I'm going to keep moving. But for me, if I regret something, I'm obsessing over it. So I just choose not to regret anything. And it's really freeing. It's a really, really great feeling that I've been just, you know, living with for a couple months, you know, ever since I like cut my hair and I was like, you know what, I like it and I'm just gonna keep moving. Because I feel like with, you know, there are things that matter. And I'm not saying that like nothing matters, just go do whatever. But it's really easy to think about like to make things matter more than they really do. And it's really easy like to get hyper fixated on how your hair has to look or really fixated on how your classes need to be and your grades and things like that. But I feel like there's a lot of things that's like in the long run, you should really just live. And, you know, this is my first like spring since this like realization. And I don't know about you guys, but this weather, I mean, we're in Chicago. So, like, it was 84 or something today. This weather has felt so amazing. <laughs> like, I have been going outside and just, like, breathing and just, like, living. Like, I don't know. It's just something that I've been doing lately. <laughs> and, yeah, my allergies might bug me after a little bit. But I'm not going to regret it. <laughs> I'm not going to get really upset over how I... Um, my eyes are itching and I'm, you know, my lungs feel like they're collapsing and my throat hurts. No, I'm not going to get mad over that. I'm just going to live and I'm going to be happy that I got to, you know, be outside. I've been doing my homework outside. We've been at our school. We do like, the, like we have like the study halls. We've been like opening every single window in the study hall and just being like, oh my gosh, we're outside. And I don't know. I like... I feel like my change lately has been that I've, you know, just decided to, you know, live. But that might not be the change that I made. That might not be it. And I might be giving you guys like terrible advice. <laughs> I don't know. But for me, I feel like I decided, you know what, life is just life. Like, I don't want to obsess over these little things when I can just sit there and appreciate what I have. 
Like, that's the thing. Appreciation. That is the thing. You know, 20 minutes into the podcast, I've realized what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, it's really important to just appreciate what's around you. If you're in a house and you are arguing with your parents, see, like maybe that, and you go to your room, it's good to just appreciate that you're in a room and, you know, maybe open your windows and um, just look outside. If it's raining, listening to the rain, oh my god, that's like the best thing ever. Um, you know, self-care, that ties back to my last podcast. Ooh, we're making connections. <laughs> but it's just, it's really important to just pause for a moment and really think about like, you know, this is a tiny fraction of my life. And I think that's really important. I saw this quote, oh my gosh, I don't think that I can completely remember it. Um, but it went kind of something like this. I'm sorry, um, the Alexa downstairs went off. <laughs> I'm sorry, it threw me off. But I think the quote went something like this. There are some amount of seconds in a day, don't remember the number, but why would you let a 60-second moment or a 30-second moment or a 120-second moment, like a minute, two minutes, etc., why would you let that ruin more of your day? And I have started just, you know, thinking, you know what? If I get upset, I'll feel the emotion, but I'm not going to let it, uh, like, last longer than my body needs it to last. That's how I feel. I feel like, feel what you want to feel. If I get an upsetting text message or an upsetting email or I find out I did bad on something, I'll let myself feel that, but I'm, feel upset, but I'm not going to let it um, take longer than it needs to. And, you know, if you're happy, you should really, like, try to have you, like, you're, I'm sorry, I'm like, blah, blah, blah. If you're, if you feel happy, you should feel it for as long as you possibly can. But if you feel sad, you should just feel the minimum amount of sadness, I feel. Because I don't want to spend my time looking back on this day and saying, wow, that was a bad day. I want to say that was a good day. But yeah, that bad thing happened. But you know, I ended up doing this and it was fun. And I always want to try and say that like a majority of my day was good. And when you have that in your brain and you want your like and you want a majority of your day to feel good, then you should like then your day is going to be good. You're going to want like you have to want to have your day be good to have it as good. I keep saying good and I keep saying feel and it's like throwing my like words off. But I just having your priorities in line and prioritizing good days and prioritizing doing things that you love and prioritizing like not stretching yourself too far when it comes to classes, people, hanging out. Just make your own decisions and you know yourself better than anybody else. You should be able to look back and say that you had a good day or look back and say you had a good 
teenage, you know, years, you just, I want to look back on my life and say that it was good. And I am making my own definition of good. Some people might say that being successful is like that being successful is their definition of good and then they can take as many classes as they want and go to the hardest college and you know make as much money as they want but I have a different definition and you might have a different definition than me and you know just make it tailored to yourself I don't think you should try and please anyone else except for you and that's what I'm going to end it on. Thank you so much for listening. This is Celia again, and it is the MHA podcast, and I hope you enjoyed. Thank you.